Hello. Did you watch the um, uh, Legal Eagles thing about Wizards of the Coast? Uh, no, I didn't. Not okay. yet. Oh, no, no, wait, wait. I did. I watched it with Adita. Uh, and he does have a point that, you know, in a way it's not as bad as it seems, but it's also, you know, kind of a uh, dick move. Yeah, because it's yeah, in that... Yeah, I just kind of blanked for a moment there. Yeah, it's... But he's... I hadn't thought about it this way, and I'm sure a lot of people mm-hmm. hadn't. You know, it's like, well, as long as you just say D&D compatible content... Yeah. Then you can't copyright a rule system. You can't trademark a rule system. Or, like, you can't uh, copyright a recipe. Yeah. You could trademark it, but... Then you start getting to a gray area for yeah, like restaurants. Yeah, but uh, I had not thought of that. Granted, I didn't know. I genuinely didn't know that you couldn't copyright or trademark a rule system. I didn't know about the rule system. Yeah, because he was saying you can't trademark or you can't copyright an idea, and rules are basically serve as an idea for how to do something. The only thing that they can kind of copyright is the specific wording. Like if you made an exact copy of the rules, you know, without changing anything or making super minimal changes, you know, the whole like (laughs) a student plagiarizes something and then just like changes the, some of the, those or whatever, Mm -hmm. then that could be, uh, you know, seen as like copyright infringement, but otherwise, yeah, you can't, According to Legal Eagle, you can't copyright rules. Which, I believe Legal Eagle knows what he's talking about. The only thing is I don't trust a company. Like, so I, I did some some dub, double checking, and Wizards of the Coast is estimated to be worth $1.5 billion. Um, and it's it's owned by Mattel. And I don't fucking know how much Mattel is worth. A lot more than $1.5 billion. So when a company that big decides they want to do something, they you're almost certainly going to to get screwed over. But here's hoping. Actually, I did think of a story. Uh-oh, right? Yeah, it's not like a major story. Uh, it's not a Sarah story, but it will remind you of a Sarah story. But uh, Old but, divot thumb? <laughs> old divot thumb, yeah. But uh, more more sad. So I had a client uh, yesterday who is, I believe, 14. He might be 13. Um, I've, I've met with this client for about four sessions and, um, you know, starting to get into some stuff. And he makes a very offhanded comment about how much Joe Biden sucks. Oh, boy. And... My first thought is like, okay, he's a youth. Generally speaking, the youth are much farther to the left than their, you know, parents and so on and so forth. So maybe he's going to criticize Biden from a leftist perspective. You know, I don't expect he's he's 13 or 14. I don't expect him to articulate it perhaps on not the, well. On the global scale of politics, yeah, Biden is on the right. True. Very true. But, you know, I I do um you know, I don't expect him to articulate it that well, but maybe for him to complain about how he didn't push harder for more student debt relief or 
other types of reform or hasn't reduced meaningfully drone strikes around the globe, stuff like that. But mm, it wasn't. It wasn't. Conservative. Yeah. So, but, so, you know, he regurgitates some talking points. And I said, um, who, like, who in your family talks about politics this way? He's like, oh, my mom and my dad. I'm like, I see. I see. We did have a good conversation where I was very, very careful with the words that I used. um, So as to not totally insinuate that his parents were full of shit. But to be like, listen, you know, we've been having conversations these last few sessions about your parents and what they've done that's not good and why you're here. Maybe it's not the best thing to listen to their political beliefs and instead engage with politics on your own terms. Watch some other sources of news. Uh, read some articles, follow some journalists, listen to a few podcasts. Look at some news that's actually grounded in uh, you know, some basis of reality. Yeah, I didn't say it like that. I'm pretty sure he's not ready for that conversation yet. <laughs> Yeah, but, Fox News is uh, legally claimed in court that they're entertainment. And no reasonable person would believe Tucker Carlson. That is true. I honestly almost forgot about that. <laughs> You're welcome. I, but yeah, that is true. They did do that. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was that's the only real story. Wait, shit! How can I forget a bit about? Yeah, that's this this client's uh, last name is is, which might be a bit too much ooh, identifying ooh. information. I'll have to bleep that out. Um, uh, no, no, uh, their uh, their name is Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> oh, he he goes by uh, James, which is interesting because that is not his first name. Like it genuinely is not his first name. Um. And I don't know why he goes by James. And he that's not, I mean, he's very delusional, but that's not his delusion. He's like, no, that's just my preferred name. It's like, you know what? Okay. Fair enough, I guess. I mean, with the surname, can't blame him. Yeah. Unless you're like a baker, you know. Now, now, now that would be a badass name for, you know, like you know, a confectioner, you know? <laughs> yes. Although, what if you're a butcher... Or a baker, or not, not a god damn it, I fucked it up. I, I mean, it is the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, but I was gonna say, what if you're a butcher, not a baker, or perhaps a candlestick maker? Then well, if you're a butcher, then uh, you're in charge of drop running, touche. <laughs> but, anyways, he, um, he's, I mean, he is delusional. The sort of delusions that he has are things like. Ah, yes, I am, uh, uh, I invented cars, specifically, I was, was Henry Ford, I traveled back in time, and I killed Hitler, like, those types of delusions pop up, um, oh, usually, crazy. usually we get one a session, he's honestly a very oddly intelligent man, like, you will be having conversations with him, where that, like, he, he's got a college degree in engineering, um, up until whatever caused him to break with reality, he was an engineer, so he's a very intelligent man. And then it'll be like, oh yeah, and then the aliens, um, when they came down and landed, 
Oh, that wasn't it. Roswell, the government wants you think wants you to think it was Roswell, but it wasn't. And it's like, oh, okay. Oh, Albuquerque. Isn't that Men in Black? Like, isn't that where the aliens land in Men in Black? Oh, was it uh, the first contact was like Iowa or something? It was like just some random back road. Oh, maybe it was. I I really don't remember. I haven't seen Men in Black in forever. Like that just sounded correct in my head when you said that. But anyways, today he sits down in my office and immediately starts talking about occult stuff. Oh, no. Like the entire time talking about succubus and well, well, succubi well, uh, and incubi. Well, hey, uh, hey uh, yeah, guys got to have a hobby. I guess so. But like demons and devils and Satan and something he keeps calling headhunters. You know, uh, and I'm partly joking and partly not. It sounds like some of the people I run into uh, towards the end of uh, grocery shopping when the fundies come into the grocery store. Yeah, no, you're correct. But this guy has uh, uh, has been legitimately diagnosed. But like he's never I've never seen him that delusional before. So I don't know what happened, like if something triggered that or like whether it was as simple as like he saw, you know, a vampire movie or something. Or Borealis. Yeah. Or if he had, you know, his medicine's not working or if he stopped taking it or what. But yep, that was my my session with him. Yeah. Mr. Beep. Yeah. Mr. Beep. I'll forget. I'll forget to take it out. Watch. It'll be weeks and I'll forget and I won't go back and I won't listen for right, it. Leave a text uh, message for yourself or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the thing is that around, there's a few really, really hardcore fundy groups around here. I mean, during COVID, they, you know, they were the ones that would just, you know, drop like flies whenever, uh, you know, uh, someone coughed, right? Yep. Because and, you know, course, right? you love you love to see it. Or is that just me? I'm, I mean, they, they are closer to Jesus now. That is true. That is true. But they did get to meet their maker. But, like, I would say about once a month, maybe, like, once every, like, six weeks or so. Uh, it's like they pepper uh, the grocery store and a few local places with just pamphlets, and it's just, yeah, and it's like yeah, you, know, you you pull out you know, pull a a pound of ground beef out of the uh, uh, refrigerated section, and under it is a have you talked to Jesus lately? When I was a kid, uh, and it just ch- I mean. Oh, sorry. It's, when it, I was a kid, it, the church that I went to, my or well, my parents made me go to, did that sort of shit. And even as a kid, even when I did believe that Jesus was my Lord and Savior, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. No one's going to read these. They're just going to throw them in the trash. really think that a large portion of the yeah, f- extremely far fundies is tied to the absolute lack of mental health care in this country. You know, the people that, you know, uh, talk in tongues and, you know, dance around with snakes. I'm talking about the loonies. Yeah. Or the more loonies. <clears throat> if you, and I'm if really... you feel like we're insulting your religion, good. <laughs> Fuck you. I, I mean, if, if you actually uphold Christian values, 
and live by them, fine, good for you. I'm talking about the ones that will leave the, you know, fake, like, folded $20 bill as a tip uh, at a restaurant and think that they're doing the Lord's work. Yeah. Yeah, assholes. Those people can go fuck themselves. I, I I have never worked in food service, but I did for a while work at a... Um, at a job where I got tipped somewhat frequently and that would happen every once in a while and I would get really pissed off at those people Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, my sister-in-law when she worked at the local restaurant according to Adida she got them like once a month and it was always you know like would have been the biggest tip that she got of the day or one of the biggest ones because it's always like a 20 or you know or sometimes they have them printed out where it looks like, you know, a couple 20s and a 10 uh, uh, clumped together. Yeah. And you unfold it. Uh, disappointed? Well, uh, Jesus won't disappoint you. Yeah. It's, it, it's just, it, it's so mean-spirited. Yeah, I don't I don't see how that's supposed to win anybody to, to Jesus either. It's like... Your first, you know, let's just assume that someone's first in like interaction with Christianity. Like your very first interaction. If that's your first interaction with Christianity, how the fuck have you lived in America? I know. Like it's probably not, but let's just say for the sake of argument that it is. That's the first time you've ever heard anything about Jesus. That's going to make you think he's an asshole. That's like, oh, Jesus stiffed me on my tip. Never mind the fact that tipped workers are. Yeah, essentially at a slave wage. Yeah, lots of lots of states still allow workers who receive tips as a significant part of their income to not be paid minimum wage, to be paid less than minimum wage. In Tennessee, I think it's four dollars an hour wait staff get paid, um, and then tips. And what's supposed to happen, and I don't believe that this happens in in many, maybe even most cases, what's supposed to happen is that the establishment is supposed to make up the rest of any pay, you know, if you don't meet minimum wage, that the establishment's supposed to make up the difference, but I I guarantee they don't. Yeah. I mean, uh, according to this, West Virginia, I just wanted to make sure... uh, Google grabbed the right thing on here because right, yeah. West Virginia, it's two sixty two an hour. Damn. Uh, with tips, uh, uh, um, let me go back up to the top. Um, with if the tips do not cover, uh, the employer is supposed to pay up to six thirteen an hour. But yeah, right. Damn, so you can still make less than than minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tennessee requires make, you, you pay se- it. You can make 70% of minimum wage. Yep. Tennessee requires that you pay up to minimum wage, which is the federal minimum wage, which is, what is that, seven twenty five an hour? It's just, what the fuck, right? Yeah. Minimum wage needs to be at least... Honestly, I think tipping should be for extraordinary service only. Yeah. Will, will it make uh, the hamburgers more expensive? Most likely. Not really. Honestly, oh, I would, not really. I, I, I would say marginally. Yeah, oh yeah, a smidgen. Yeah, you're looking at probably a quarter or 50 cents. But you know, you're going to get better service? I mean, hell, there was a comparison of... Uh, Let's pick a uh, shitty restaurant almost at random. McDonald's. 
Which, hey, the local McDonald's uh, had a sta- uh, robbing slash stabbing today, so yay. <laughs> y- yay. Yeah, uh, but they're not loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> so, uh, McDonald's, I think it was, I remember it was a Scandinavian country. I'm wanting to say Norway. They compared the price of a Big Mac with the uh, uh, wage of the workers and their benefits. And I converted all to USD to yeah, make it uh, yeah, somewhat fair, right? Yeah. And the workers in Norway got like three bucks more an hour plus full, yeah, well, you know, health care through uh, their government. And the price of the Big Mac was like 25 cents uh, more expensive. Yep, I've seen that. I have seen that. I've seen several of those comparisons from other places around the world, too. I mean, shit, uh, yeah, the price uh, based off of inflation alone with how eggs have gone lately, and, well, not just eggs, but certain other things, uh, is, has less of an impact on food prices than, or sorry, more of an impact on food prices than treating your goddamn workers with some uh, basic respect. Respect and dignity and human decency. But what do I know, right? I read an article today talking about how in some places in around the world, the focus was on America, but it, it listed some other places too, that it's cheaper now, at least for the time being, to eat out at, you know, not even just like fast food, like lots of local restaurants and, or not local, sorry, lots of chain restaurants because uh, of their bulk food pricing discounts. And they're sort of in inability to raise prices as rapidly because customers would revolt um that in certain places in the world it's cheaper right now to eat out than it is to grocery shop which feels wild to me that's never been true i mean in my entire life Uh, to make a frittata right now is just you know feels like okay do i need both kidneys yeah my mom uh has chickens and she brought us uh, a dozen eggs today and I was like, wow, it's gold. This is like liquid, you know, yolky gold. I mean, egg prices are probably going to go back down uh, come spring, but they're, I don't expect them to go back down to what they were before. No. I mean, everything will rebound a little bit. Inflation has slowed down, um, and some markets are stabilizing. But, I mean, you know, that's prices are up. They won't come back down again meaningfully for a while, because that's how... I mean, shit, the last time that uh, my local grocery store had eggs on sale, they were, uh, with digital coupon and everything, they were still more expensive than what I had paid for them the previous year before the whole burb flu outbreak. Yeah. I mean, okay, uh, here's something that I saw last night, and I went to go uh, double-check to get the uh, numbers. Okay, so a six-count of eggs, all right, which is always, you know, the worst way to buy eggs anyway, right? Yeah. Is two ninety nine. okay? Which is the price of what 18 eggs was, at least in my area. Uh, about the same here. Yeah. With a uh, digital coupon and sales, usually would put it down to 170, 160 at area. Pre cooked, pre 
boiled shelled eggs. The same amount of eggs, six count, is two sixty nine. It's cheaper to bomb pre-boiled if you're going to boil them than it is to buy a six count of eggs. Mind you, yeah, getting the eighteen count is still a better deal, somewhat. But it's just absurd. Yeah. How the uh, plant-based uh, egg replacements are now about on par with the uh, price of uh, eggs. Which, those have always been far more expensive. Yeah. I read um, a, again, this was like an editorial think piece uh, last week that talked about how that this economic downturn, which um, is borderline another recession so far it hasn't dipped into recession territory technically speaking but it's close mm-hmm. um could actually prove to be a really large a really big boon for the growing um market of plant-based you know alternative foodstuffs um because of how resistant they are to those price changes because you can just um, in, in the short term, it might be more difficult, but it's much easier to grow new crops and do that process than it is to raise new livestock in order to get the same products. I mean, I actually saw today, like I, I went to the store after work because we needed some uh, dairy-free cream cheese for some people that live here that are extremely extremely lactose intolerant like make my gassiness look like (laughs) you know nothing you know so they use they genuinely have to be careful whereas i'm just like "Eh, i can't have the whole pint of ice cream i guess um and meanwhile everybody around you is just you know uh, slowly choking to death and eight ounces of cream cheese was uh, this wasn't the store brand this was bluebell cream cheese um was I believe I believe it was two twenty nine, and eight ounces of plant based dairy free cream cheese was, uh, which I bought was three dollars and twenty four cents. So it was a little more expensive, but not as expensive as I expected it to be. You know, just the price of everything has raised alongside inflation and yeah. supply chain issues. Being an adult in the world is hard. And I'm just looking to see. Yeah. My local store doesn't really have a lot of options when it comes to dairy free cream cheese. So there is that. A uh, two pack of cream cheese is three twenty nine right now, which is still, yo, way up. Yeah. I have a feeling I'd freak if I go back into my yeah, order list since, yo, everything is tied to the store account. And look at previous orders for where I bought like cream cheese and shit. Yeah. Oh, like, how naive like, we were. Yeah, like uh, this year uh, for Adidas' birthday, uh, instead of baking a cake, which I've had issues uh, decorating before, because it seems like every year on her birthday or around her birthday when I'm decorating the cake, it gets fucking cold, almost like it's winter time or something. Yeah, and it makes it very difficult to actually ice the damn thing, because yeah, uh, yeah. If you're mixing something, you're introducing uh, heat via friction. So once it cools down in a cold kitchen, 
it goes from, you know, the proper consistency to this is way too thick to, oh, God, it's tearing the cake. Right? Yep. I've had those moments. And I will admit that I'm a bread baker. I'm not a, uh, a, you know, a cake baker. And I'm not great at decorating cakes. So, you know, it's the added difficulty that, you know, uh, so this year, trying to figure out what to do, instead of uh, actually making a pie, well, a no-bake uh, uh, peanut butter and chocolate pie, uh, to, you know, try something different. And also, yeah. since eggs are so fucking expensive, and I think you'll appreciate the name, it's called the Fat Elvis. <laughs> You're right, I appreciate the name. It's peanut butter, chocolate, and banana, with brulee bananas on top. So that that is the the Elvis special. Uh, well, it's not. Yeah, deep fried. Did he deep fry those like banana and peanut butter uh, it, and vanilla? Well, grilled peanut butter and uh, banana sandwiches were always like the legend. Oh, it was but, grilled. Okay, but then you have the fool's gold sandwich. Uh, yeah, that yeah was literally a loaf of bread hollowed out. And filled with a jar of peanut butter, a jar of uh, jelly. Mm, I mean, delicious. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why. I mean, there was a reason why there was fat Elvis. Oh yeah, and also rather fitting that you know he died of essentially an intestinal blockage, leading to a heart attack because too much peanut butter and drugs. Don't forget the drugs. Oh yeah, and the booze. I don't. Peanut butter's fine. I like a lot of stuff made with peanut butter, but just like. So put just straight peanut butter on stuff every once in a while. But I'm just not a huge peanut butter person. Adita has, as kind of a pick-me-up uh, sugar rush in her uh, classroom, a jar of peanut butter and a spoon. <laughs> yeah. I, I like probably my favorite kind of butter. Um, like in that, you know, my favorite kind of nut butter is uh, probably almond butter, actually. Although I really do like cashew butter as well. Cashews are my favorite nuts, though. Uh, well, the sunflower butter is really good. I've never had sunflower butter, to my knowledge. Uh, uh, I mean, it's it has an issue with holding together. It doesn't hold the emulsion quite well, so it does break with the sunflower oil coming out. Yeah. Uh, but it is uh, it, it has that yeah, sunflower taste, obviously, but uh, it has a lot more delicate of a flavor. Uh, and technically, I guess tahini would be in that list as well. I've also never had tin- tahini. Tahini is sesame seeds. Uh, essentially, an emulsion made of toasted sesame seeds in, uh, well, canola oil. Gotcha. Yeah, I've never had tahini. Now, I have heard uh, of tahini. Uh, if you had hummus, now. you've had it. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. I don't like hummus. Well, it's a, a minor component in hummus. Okay. It helps uh, build the emulsion in hummus. And to help, you know, kind of cut it. Yeah. Nope, I uh, don't like hummus. Which really, depending on the, you know, how thick the tahini is, it's either a, a butter or a dip. Well, now that we've kind of talked about food for like 20 minutes. <laughs> Go back up wanna... to content. Yeah. Um, I guess I should pull up the topics list. I mean, it's the, you know, VGL Game Awards Part 1. Yeah. 
what's today's date? Seventeenth. Today. Today. Current current day. Current year. Yeah, and if you want we could uh do part two Sunday. That way we could resume normal episodes next Tuesday. And you know, either push out a secondary episode in between the two or I'm not sure how editing that will go. Oh, I mean, it would be fine because I would edit it probably Monday night. Uh, Monday nights is one of my like rest nights during the week where I don't do anything because I don't plan. Whatever you mentioned it, I yeah, it was like, oh shit, we talked about that. Uh, if things went to how we planned it last year, we would have recorded part one last, uh, yeah Sunday the fifteenth, and then part two tonight for our combined episode uh, Friday. Yeah. But I completely brain farted on it. I mean, I did too. I was just thinking about it this afternoon. or Well, no, it was this morning. I was sitting mm-hmm. there and I was looking at my list, putting in my last couple of things. And also the Calder Award. Is it the uh, our prediction for the year or something that happened this year that we expected? Because that's something that we never... Or sorry, the Dalded Award. Because we both kind of... Yeah, I, I was thinking one thing, and then you had Diablo Immortal. It's like, oh, <laughs> right. Well, so my thing for Diablo Immortal was, like, we talked about it a lot, and we said uh-huh. that Diablo Immortal was going to be a huge failure. It was going to be a flop. Mm-hmm. It was going to be a microtransaction hellhole. Yeah. And then it came out, and it was a huge flop, and it was a microtransaction hellhole. And it was both critically and... Um, I mean, mine, uh, you know, after seeing how you... Uh, how you interpret it, I went back and instead of doing a prediction, Stadia shutting down. I mean, it was kind of the obvious one, right? Yeah. I don't know. I suppose there's multiple ways to interpret that, since we yeah. didn't set uh, up a... Yeah, which, that works, right? Yeah. And I went and duplicated the uh, thing. Oh, for next year? Yeah. Good thinking. And uh... Uh, left us a note. Record parts one and two on the same week, idiots. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe we'll get it this year or this time. All right. So I'll set this up like how I've done before. We'll do block one, block two. All right. Do Basically. you have gay? Okay, well, do you have audacity up? No, I'm just sitting here looking at audacity. Okay. Lovingly. Sweet. Ready to record in three, two, one, record. And for the sync, three, two, one, sync. sync. You gave a uh, long count there. <laughs> so Yeah, well so I said I, I said three, and then you were late on two. Oh. Or it was late getting back to me. So whenever I hear yours, I count one and then I say Okay my so, next thing. So So either I was late or I mean, I was sitting watching Audacity, and I was watching the counter, so... Meh, right? Yeah. Might have been lag, too. Blame it on the lag. Goddamn Nintendo can't uh, uh, build a network to save their life. The question is, though, did you lag, since you were talking about being sleepy? Like, is this you? Are you having technical difficulties? No, I've rebooted. I have caffeine. Okay. All right. Game face?